Good morning. I hope everybody's doing well and enjoying this week. The The time before New Year's is just such a strange time. Everybody's off schedule and you just don't know what day it is. It's kind of fun. It's relaxing. And I hope everybody's enjoying this time. Um, I've actually been reading a lot and getting organized and thinking about um, this year and how it's wrapping up and my, setting my intentions for the new year. I always like to do that um, and be very mindful of uh, things that, that I would like to improve upon and add to my life uh, as the new year begins as opposed to setting myself up with all these new resolutions that I won't stick to. I'd rather just sort of see how I can add to my life um, and look at it a little bit differently instead of from a negative standpoint of all these things I'm going to give up and everything else. So um, I tend to end the year with a good book and reading material and um, <clears throat> I've just sort of been reading a lot of different things but I read an article the other day about life and your mind and how you approach everything and <clears throat> I came upon an interesting article and it was about persisting through anything and I think many of you know I've gone through some challenging times um, and this article was about sort of the, you know, the harsh, the harsh truth about life, that you can't control anything except for your mind and what happens to you, how people behave, whether your cat throws up on your rug, um, are outside of your control. And that in truth, and I've said this before, the only thing you have power over are your thoughts and your attitudes and how you respond to those things. And ancient uh, philosophers call this the inner fortress, which I think is very fitting. It's breakable from the outside, but can be corrupted from the inside. It's why mental resilience is so important. It's definitely helped me reach my biggest goals and survive the darkest times. There's a quote, I think it was in Rocky, it's not about how hard you hit, it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward, how much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. And I believe that to be the truth. But, you know, staying unbreakable is difficult when life dumps a garbage truck full of uh, difficulty at your front door. These are exactly the times that make or break you and staying mentally resilient is really, really important. And I think it's all how you frame your words, your thoughts, and understanding the truth about stress, which is you're the only person who can stress yourself out. The world, life, your family, your friends, people, health will throw a mountain of stress your way, but it's it it's how you take it up, it's how you approach it. And you know, most of the time if you're going through a difficult situation, you think things should be different. You think 
it's all on you. You're not moving fast enough. You're thinking about it too much. You worry about what tomorrow will bring. And you get stuck in this endless spiral of what if. And this corrupts that inner fortress. Once you understand, you create that stress in your head. You have to really think about it differently. You're creating the stress because of your reaction. Take your power back. Take your power back. Stressing and worrying will never improve your situation. It just makes you miserable for extra time, for longer. Now, I know it's easier said than done. I do know this. And it's a very mindful approach you have to take when you're stressed out and when you're worrying. And, you know, if you have legitimate anxiety that needs medication, that needs professional help, you can't mind over matter this. This is for people that just have the ability to curb their their mental well-being. If you need additional support, you know, see a psychiatrist, see a psychologist. This is... This is not that. This is very basic. So if you're in the dumps and you're depressed and you have horrible anxiety, this this can help a little, but truly seek professional help if that's the, the uh, pool of thought that you're in. If you're just stressed out, there are mindfulness techniques, you know, but you have to think about it. You have to be conscious of how you're approaching the stress. So... Try to let go, try to relax, and think differently. Instead of worrying like tomorrow's going to be awful, you have to say to yourself, whatever tomorrow may bring, it brings and I'll deal with it. You'll handle it when the time comes. Don't stress about things you don't have to stress about. Choose not to be harmed and you won't feel harmed. Don't feel harmed and you haven't been. Marcus Aurelius That's a good quote. Um, People are always searching for something. They want love. They want money. They want to look good. They want to be thinner. They want to be more powerful. They want a nicer, faster car. They want to belong. They want to feel good about themselves. And, you know, you really have to be mindful of what you're putting out there. And in understanding that, article I read, it was about the answer lies in creation, not consumption. And the idea that we inhale an ever increasing amount of quick fixes for a short glimpse of the promised land. We consume, we desire, we want more, we buy more things and it leaves us empty. It leaves us empty. So instead of buying something when you feel down or eating something or drinking when you feel down, Try to create something, write something, paint something. When you're feeling down, ask yourself what you can create. I know it's strange to create when you're in that mode of having nothing left to give. But that's the neat thing about creation is that it fuels you. It fuels the world. It's contributing instead of consuming You know, write it in a journal. Write down your thoughts on a scrap of paper. Draw a picture. Sketch something. Build something with your hands. Call a friend. That's a creation. Calling a friend. Having a conversation. Creating a topic to discuss. 
create a new habit that replaces drinking, smoking, eating too much, spending too much. Create a new habit that replaces the toxic behaviors. Creation makes you feel accomplished, powerful, like you matter. It really can be the answer to loneliness and sadness because you're creating something. You're the creator of your life. And when you see those items, things that you're creating, you feel good about them. Get to work and create something. Consumption may fill your pocket, but creation will fill your soul. And, you know, all that fear, fear of pain, fear of rejection, fear of failure, and all the other things that make your ego crazy, Instead of, instead of, you know, running away from those feelings, face your demons, build protective walls, stop procrastinating, don't close yourself off, don't numb yourself with alcohol or drugs or any of that stuff, feel the pain, feel how you're feeling, and shift your perspective. Be okay with feeling uncomfortable. It's really in that discomfiture that you grow and approach your emotions from a different point of view. Be okay with all of them. Even if you experience the biggest hurt, there is no reason to run from it. You know, people often say, oh, I was in a relationship. I gave them, I I opened myself up to be vulnerable. Well, yeah, that's the only way you're going to have the intensity and passion in a relationship. And even if you hurt, so what? That's the price you pay for your feelings. And it's fine. It's okay. You know, are you going to feel bad if you break up? Yeah, you are. But that's going to be okay too. And, you know, will it take you some time? Yeah. Does it have to take half of your life to get over a breakup? No. It just takes effort. It takes effort, it takes energy, it takes redirection and refocus. And if you allow yourself to feel those feelings, to address them, and to be mindful of what you desire and not create the same mistakes in a relationship, then your emotions can't harm you. It's the resistance that causes suffering. Allow yourself to feel, allow yourself to feel bad if someone in your family dies, if your animal dies, if your girlfriend leaves you, if your boyfriend isn't what you wanted him to be. Allow yourself to feel disappointed. Feel that you're safe in feeling those emotions. Those feelings are never right or wrong. They just exist. How you respond to them will create your experience. And you have that choice. Not everything in life is supposed to make you happy. You know, relationships are difficult. Dating, relationships, sexual life, all of those things. They're difficult sometimes. They don't always make you happy. And, you know, people tell themselves the same story. If it went this way, I'd be happy. Um, If they wanted to marry me, life would be great. If I made $4 million and I lost 10 pounds, I'd really be happy. It's not true. It is not true. Happiness is an internal choice. You can choose whether to focus on what you lack or what you have. 
You can choose to focus on what you lack or what you have. You can choose whether you let someone make you feel bad or you can use it as fuel to thrive and focus on the type of person you want to be with. You can choose whether you accept the present moment as it is or you resist it. So why do people choose to be unhappy all the time? That's up to them. That's up to them. It's up to you if you want to be unhappy. I think the ego thrives on it. (laughs) It loves making you worried and telling you nonsensical stories about how happy you would be if only you had this, that, or the other. Don't listen to it. Don't listen to it. Take control over it. You can choose to be happy right now. And even though it's not always easy, it's your choice. You can control your mind. It's not the other way around. And you can't wait until life isn't hard before you decide to be happy. Mental resilience is really the key to creating the life you want. It's funny because I I walk through a certain store every single day. And I've gotten to be friends with one of the women um, behind the Tom Ford counter. And I really like this woman. We have so much in common. But interestingly enough, I just met her. I met her like the week that my mother died. And yesterday, I had a little bit of time and I was walking by and she's always like, oh, hey, you know, and I always talk to her for like five minutes before I go on my way. And somehow yesterday, I was telling her that my daughter, she knows my daughter too. I was telling her, oh, I'm bringing my daughter to Europe. She's going away for six months. I'm going to miss her. And I opened up to her a little bit and I said, you know, I think, you know, my mother, you know, she was always in here too. Uh, And I showed her a picture of my mother and she's like, oh my God, I know your mother. And I told her she died. And she's like, she just died. She just died like two months ago. And she was floored. She's like, but you seem so happy all the time. You seem so happy. And she's like, you... I literally met you the week that your mother died. She's like, I can't believe it. And, and, and that took us, our conversation to another level because she's like, you know, I look at you and, you know, we talk and you always look nice and you're always well-dressed and you're always smiling. And I, I smiled at her when she said that. And she said, and now I'm listening to you and you're telling me, you know, your father died when you were young and your mother just died. And she's met my kids because they walk by there all the time too. And she's like, and your children are so lovely and so well-spoken and they're always so polite. And she, she's like, and you raise them by yourself. And she's like, her jaw was dropped because she thought I lived this very easy, charmed life where I never had any problems. And I mean, once I opened my mouth and started sharing with her, she was floored. And I thought it was interesting as I walked away because I thought, you know, we don't know what people are going through on the inside and how they project themselves. And I am an eternal optimist, but I've had some really, really difficult 
occurrences in my lifetime (laughs) and a lot of them that have seemed to happen back to back and I'm the way that I am because I focus on the positive I'm very mindful of my behavior I'm very filled with gratitude for all the things that I have in my life and I recognize what I can control and what I can't control and um so this this thought process that I'm discussing with you is one that I practice. I never say anything to you that I'm not doing myself. And I understand what difficulty is and what loss is and what divorce is all about and losing parents and grief and disappointment and loneliness um, and all the difficult things in life. I've experienced a lot of them, a lot of, you know, health issues with people around me, um, just a lot of stuff. Um, And I would say that mental resilience is the key to creating the life you want. And when things get tough, remember that you are the only person who can stress yourself out. You choose your reaction to external events. You do. The answer lies in creation not in consumption one fuels you and the other will drain you and don't be afraid of your emotions they're safe feelings don't hurt you it's the resistance to them that does welcome your emotions the good the bad the lonely the sad welcome them they're not going to hurt you it's the resistance and happiness is a choice make it now write on a piece of paper I am, I would write, I am Michelle, I am happy, I have a great life. Write down what you have, what you want to focus on, shift your focus, be happy with what is right now. Keep the walls of your inner fortress strong and nothing will be able to conquer it. And that's my advice to all of you as uh, you approach the day, as you wrap up this year, and as you enter the new year. Be the change you want to see. Starts with you. Okay, have a great day. Thank you for listening to Embracing Life.